Hi, and welcome back to the Wiki Room. Wiki, Wiki, Wiki Room. With our co-hosts, Kevin Bagdasarian. Hi. Ryan Hicks. Hello. And myself, Leonardo Horta. Today we're going to be talking about Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's, baby. Uh, <clears throat> to start it off, uh, Kevin. I love it. You do? That's because you shop That's there it. all the time, huh? Uh, I fucking love it. Okay, Trader whenever Joe's. I shop there, um, it's not where I get everything. It's like I, I have to go to Trader Joe's and then I have to go to another market to actually get what I need. Bro, like to finish your order? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they have a lot of really okay, specific like, stuff. I don't know. Like, I, I, I like to get things from other markets. I also like going to a bunch of markets. So That just reconfirmed that you love it because even though it's an inconvenience to you. I still go. Mm-hmm. You still go. Yeah. And, and f- fuck that parking lot, bro. Why the fuck? Every time I go. It's it, you and, and, and five of your closest friends can park there. What the fuck? You want? Have, <laughs> and it's always one ways, right? Yeah. Have, not always, but a lot of the time it's just too small of a parking oh. lot. Oh. No, okay, dude, that, that one on by San Gabriel Boulevard that is terrible. That one sucks. That's terrible. That's the only one that's closest dude, to me. The, one, the single lane, no, like the one in Whittier is not bad. Like, it, it, it depends. It depends on where it is. The one in Hastings Ranch actually has a pretty huge parking lot. Hastings Ranch is pretty cool. I like that one. That's very chill vibes. I like, I like the Hastings Ranch one. I actually go to the Hastings Ranch one now because the one uh, by me mm-hmm. in uh, Arcadia, they don't let you get like single beers like, cause of what I would do when I would go to Trader oh, Joe's, is I would get out. single beers to like try out, but they don't really let you do that at the Arcadia one because of like the, this, they're under Pasadena jurisdiction. So I go to the, they're not, no, they're not, they're Hastings, not. Pa- Hastings oh. Ranch is definitely Pasadena. Okay. So I'm wrong. Pretty much they have their own regulations at the Arcadia one. So I go to the other one so I can still get my single beers to try. Speaking of beers today, we're drinking Golden Roads, LA brew, brew heaven. Not, not brought to you by Golden Road, though. Brought to you by Kevin, who works there. Yes. We both work there. Yeah. But Why are we talking about this? And, uh, you said beer, and I'm kind of drunk, so I just thought it would be funny. Sorry. So, uh, where, where are we on here? Okay, so I'll, I'll start, because I'm the intro guy. Uh, I mean, I To be honest, no one said I was the intro guy. I, th- I think I just made myself that. I you're, you're a good opener. Okay, thank you. Your voice is soothing. You're a good opener, bro. You got a tight five. <laughs> and you, you, you actually, like... Put us onto a right track because if me and Ryan were to start this off, it would be a completely different tangent. We'd just be talking. <laughs> I get because I'm I get really serious. I'm really like I'm a really good buzzkill in the best way. I think it makes sense for this situation. Yeah, Who I also it? wanted to say about Trader Joe's, maybe for the parking lot also because we're a community. They're talking about the parking you lot. Know, no. I'm just saying it's a community, bro. You could go there and see people that you already know all the time. Like I can't go other places and see people. That I would know, you know. Right. Anyways. Right. Yeah. Tangent. I digress. Yeah. Do you Continue. I, I didn't respond to that at all. There's reason. Okay. I wanted Leo's you, response. Uh, align the mic with your face more. I, I gotta say, I over the years have met many a coworker from uh, Trader Joe's. I know every time I go to a Trader Joe's, I'm just like, oh shit, you work here now? And it's just like, yeah, it's good pay. It's good pay. Eh. Honestly, for a grocery store, Trader Joe's doesn't really fuck you. Too bad. For a grocery store. My first job was Vons, and I got paid like eleven fifteen an hour. So that shit was depressing. Fuck yeah. Vons. It's right, Kevin. I don't really like going Vons. Okay, so I'll st- I'm just gonna start the article with the first. Sorry, sense. sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, so Trader Joe's is an American chain of grocery stores. Started in America. all American. It actually is headquartered in Monrovia, California, which is literally ten minutes away from uh, from us. Kevin, yeah. how many stores do they literally. have? Literally, what? How many stores do they have? 
in the in the U.S. Are you are you as of 2021? Say you, January. Okay, Ryan, you Why can't. Why do you hate it when I set you up with a good fact? Ryan, you just can't, knock I, it out of the park. <laughs> yeah, bro, I'm giving you the alley. Well, you Ryan, finish the funny oop. you bring up the second sentence that was gonna be said. They have 530 so stores across the United States. Also, mostly okay, okay, not that many. They probably yeah, they have over. They probably have a bunch now. They open like a bunch of Trader Joe's, like even in the present time. They have a lot of them are in California. I mean, makes sense. It's headquartered that's, here, that's and the first one was started here. Um, yeah, okay. So they say the first. This is a the confusing part is because they say the first Trader Joe's store was opened in 1967. Well, I guess it's, that's not confusing because that's true. By the founder Joe Coulomb. We've mm-hmm. decided on that's how we're gonna pronounce his name, right? Coulomb. Joe Coulomb. C O U L O M B E. Coolum. I was about to miss that B. Coolumby. Yeah. Coolum, right? Don't freeze him. Coolum. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it was founded by him in Pasadena, Coolum. California. I hardly know him. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Ryan, <go laughs> <ahead>. stop <laughs> it. Ryan, it's not fair that you get to be funny and I have to be the Come serious on, man. Oh, I thought That's about it. Fair. I thought it's not it. fair. You could also say it. You could also say stuff. I know, like but that. I can't. I'm on. I'm in the zone. I'm oh, sorry. You want to cut that out? There's, 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 How many stores do they have? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Go. So pretty much it was started by Joe Coulomb, which he was uh, based in the United States uh, in 1967, and then it eventually got bought out by the German entrepreneur Theo Albrecht, which we'll talk about more. And he bought it out in 1979 until his death in 2010, when ownership passed to his heirs because like he did it was for his whole family what a nice guy i wish you know my family passed down a huge uh, dad's not dead kill your dad see what he has huh Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) sorry (laughs) sorry to your dad you just just suggested that i assassinate my father murder uh i mean assassinate is really just a cool way to do it it's it's, uh, it's almost i guess what's what's the word um flattering uh Okay, the company has offices in Monrovia, which is where it says it's headquartered, and Boston, Massachusetts. So it's at the coasts. Makes sense. Does it have a big presence on the East Coast? Yeah, yeah. it does. I got, Actually, it does, I yeah. I think, I think I've heard that they have a good amount in Massachusetts. So surprising stuff. Um, yeah, you do kind of live in the middle of the history of Trader Joe's. Ten minutes in either direction from where we record this podcast and where you live. Uh, there's headquarters in Monrovia, and then the first one is on a Royal Parkway in Pasadena, right across the street from Lucky Boys. So every time I go to uh, Lucky Boys, I just like to sit there, wait for my burrito, and just look at all the people look for parking. Oh, the Roy- Royal one probably is not. It's is it a lot of like city traffic. Not necessarily. It's on no. a Royal Parkway in like California, so it's no. not. It's like kind of out of the way of everything. Terribly hustle and bustle. Oh, cool. It also has a parking lot for literally fucking like nine cars. So people are there, and they're just like, well, I guess I'm just going to put on the E-lights and get some groceries. Like, it's fucked up. Oh, like, there's no parking. parking. <laughs> All right, man. Did you want to get into the history? I mean, that's the next section. Right? Yeah. Let's, we'll get into the history. But yeah, pretty much there's been two different main owners, and we'll get into it more. All right. You want me to scroll down a little bit? Yeah, just a little bit. There was actually... You did have something interesting to say about... Uh, what was his name? Albrecht? Oh, yeah. I got a lot of interesting things. Okay. Oh, okay, you just start off and we'll, we'll get into it. It's time for History with Hicks. History with Hicks. 
I don't know what that was. I liked it though. It came all right, out all right. I think he started it. It was his fault. Yeah, he started it. <laughs> it's like the Howl in Zootopia. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan was like, "I have to do this." <laughs> I have to do it now. Okay, so Trader Joe's is named after its founder. You guessed it, Joe Coulomb. Um, so the company did begin in 1958 uh, in the Greater Los Angeles area, but at first it was known as Pronto Market Convenience Stores. Yes. So this is where I have the little bit of interesting stories. So, um. It originally started as a Pronto Market in 1958, and it was because Joe Coulomb, I think he worked for a uh, company of American drugstores called Rexall, and they decided that they wanted to open up Pronto Markets, which were, like I said, convenience stores, because they wanted to compete against 7-Eleven. I guess 7-Eleven was around. Dude, can you imagine uh, around that long ago? I can't imagine 7-Eleven really sure. being around before like fucking neon lights. Like the 80s makes that's 7-Eleven heaven. You understand me? Like that's when the store was at its peak. Yeah. You get an icy for a nickel or whatever the fuck. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure it, it has been long. It has been here long enough because. Thought, okay. We're going to stop for a second because I need I need to verify this 7-Eleven thing. No, no, keep so going. No, 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 for sure. You, yeah. you, you confirmed that it was Rexall was trying to take out 7-Eleven. I know, but when was 7-Eleven started? I don't know. Let's see. Let's press on it. Hey, Google. 7-Eleven was established in 1927 <gasps> in Oak Cliff, Texas. No. Wow. 1927? Per Wikipedia. Oh, we just keep Eat going. shit, Bucky. 7-Eleven owns this town. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> 1927, bro. That's so old. Okay, so 7-Eleven, I guess, was started a long time ago. So uh, Joe Coulomb was given the task of starting uh, trying to start up a convenience store that would compete with 7-Eleven. Uh, Rexall uh, found out very soon that it wasn't going to compete very well with 7-Eleven. They're already way too big. Uh, so they decided that they wanted to liquidate uh, those, like I don't know, few stores that they had. And in that, and then Joe decided to take the opportunity to buy them out. And so at that point, when that started to happen, he was like, let me start a new thing. He's like, I don't want to do this convenience store thing. I want to start uh, by making this place called Trader Joe's, a new concept completely different than a convenience store. But you can continue on, uh, Ryan. We'll talk about it more. Okay, so, yeah, you already said um, he wanted to change it. So he got the idea, Coulomb, I'm talking about, he got the idea while he was on vacation in the Caribbean. Caribbean? Car- Car- I say Caribbean. Caribbean. I say Caribbean. Yeah, Caribbean. I believe All that's, right. that's probably right. Um, so... Most people, you know, once you walk into a Trader Joe's, it has that tiki vibe. Mm-hmm. You know, it has, it has a Hawaiian... You I, know, I have something Korean. to add to this when we get to my section. Go ahead. Okay. All right. Um, so, yeah, uh, the tiki culture craze was, like, widespread in the 60s uh, in the U.S. So, he wanted to make a convenience store. Well, not a convenience store. A grocery store, pretty much, that surrounded that theme. You yeah, know? and it was... Uh, I was reading this too because I was I was really interested in the histories. It was the Trader Joe's name, even though it's like he wanted to embrace that that tiki culture craze. It was also a spoof of the name or the spoof of Trader Vic's, which is a famous. I didn't know this, but it's a famous tiki themed restaurant that opened in its first Southern California location in the Beverly Hilton in mm-hmm. 1955. Yeah, so it's like. That's super old. Also, I, yeah, I've never been, I guess, around that part where I even knew about this. Also, it's a very long time ago. So I, I want to say it's been referenced Trader Vic's in a lot of like older movies. And oh, it was yeah. always kind of like hoity-toity, like 
expensive. Which mm-hmm. is funny because it's like Tiki is supposed to be more laid back, but it's like this is super expensive. Which I guess that's why he's spoofing it because I, he probably thought it was somehow ironic. I mean, isn't the, the whole thing's a spoof? Like, you, you want to talk about Tiki? Let's go to the Beverly Hilton. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, this is the first time that Pasadena is actually mentioned in the article. Um, so, Coolum, he, he wanted to do something different. He wanted to take the theme of Trader Vic's. But he knew that Trader Vic's was way too expensive for food and uh, other stuff. So he made the, the Pasadena store. And yeah, so, so he made the Pasadena store. And uh, he it, wanted a it, very it, less expensive offering. Of yeah, it said it drinks. provided an irreverent and less expensive offering of food and drink, which it doesn't tell me. That sounds very, it sounds vague because they don't. The, the article doesn't describe like what the store was really like, which I would have been interested in is like, what was the first store at uh, Trader Joe's? How was it formatted? Uh, like, what was the layout like? Did they, like, th- that's why I didn't really show that much, but you can, and then continue. Just to add on to what you've just said, like I said, you can walk into that Trader Joe's still. It's on a row parkway. I don't know if it's changed a lot. It's probably changed a lot. But if it hasn't, Trader Joe's is all about changing. Protus to the right, register to the left, other shit in the middle. After that, uh, Cologne noted two trends in the U.S. and informed the merchandising of his new store concept. One, the number of college-educated people was rising steadily due to the part of the GI Bill. And two, with the new jumbo jets due to premiere in the 1970s, the international travel would be accelerated as well. A better educated, a more well-traveled public were crying taste for things that they weren't really around in America at the time. They didn't want mm-hmm. block cheese and fucking peanuts. They wanted coconuts and like avocados. Yes, and... I was talking about this with uh, Ben and it was like, it's the way that they do things is very culture oriented, even if it might come off very offensive, uh, which is like Trader Jose. Um, <laughs> no, they also have tra- tra- wait, Trader, Trader Ming. Trader Ming is tough. Trader Ming is Trader tough. Ming. Uh, Trader, Trader, Trader Joe-san, which is Japanese. Um, cheeses, uh, cheeses are very, a culture oriented, like, oh, like this is a French, a French cheese. This is a Spanish cheese. So they are all about have like culminating all these different kinds of cultures and having them inside. They, it's how they define their their products, their their private label products is like a certain part, like very like they try to make it somewhat regional in the way the way they do things. But sometimes it can come off as offensive. But anyways, and that that kind of I guess feeds into that marketability to people, whether it be if they live here or they're coming from outside. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know if that made sense. It did. It did. I like um, it. So, I, I do want to ask you something because it says right here in the article that you the first ask me something. I do. Yes. You sure? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Good job. See, now you're the funny guy. I'm funny now. <laughs> no, so, so the the first time it was called Trader Joe's, um, and it was branded Trader Joe's, opened in uh, 1967 in Pasadena, California. Mm-hmm. Um, so it remained. It, it still. Remains in operation. In their first few decades, some of the stores offered, you know, fresh produce, uh, meats provided by butchers who leased the space in the store, um, along with sandwiches and freshly cut cheese, all in store. Uh, my question was: It was before 1967. It was called Pronto Market, right? Yeah, it was Pronto Market. I don't know how long it took them to transfer over, but like, it, it Pronto Market started, I think, in it said 1958. So, like, yeah, they transferred over. It became something completely different format. So then what this means right here is Trader Joe's would rent out spaces for individual meat uh, butchers. 
That's yeah. kind of cool, right? That is cool. Like a butcher would be like, let me set up shop in here. I'll pay you by the month and I'll make my money worth on my own meat. It makes more sense. Why, why like have to like get all this wholesale meat and you just tell them like, hey, you come in here and uh, we'll lease the space to you. And that's badass they because space. they still have to, like Trader Joe's, let's say nobody goes there. They still get money from these butchers because they're yeah. renting out space, which is badass. The thing is they probably stopped doing that because the butchers are probably making a killing. Yeah, maybe. How many people are going into a butcher shop? Versus how many people are going into a grocery store? I don't think I've ever been to a butcher shop. I don't think they exist anymore. That's like a gas station with an attendant. Italy, right? That's that's, they call that shit a deli. Oh, a deli. Because I did actually go to many a deli when I was in Italy, Uh and every single time I was like, God damn it, this place is delicious. Oh shit! Why don't you leave space in my local Trader Joe's? (laughs) And then they didn't have an answer because they spoke Italian. Kevin, you were really fascinated with this dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's hear it. What's going on with <sighs> I know I have to feel I, 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 I have to not get too excited and try get to excited, bro. Well. It's okay to get excited about guys. <laughs> okay, so in 1979, <laughs> German it just says German. German Theo Albrecht. Uh, at least like say German businessman or something. Okay. Theo Albrecht, uh also in parentheses, it says he's the owner and CEO of Aldi Nord. I think he's dead now. He died um, in, he died at in the time he was the owner. So uh, he started Aldi before, which was a chain of uh, discount supermarkets um, in the, I don't know, European area. And he bought the company as a personal <laughs> in the European areas. Sorry. I, I really it's over tried. the next to that Asian area, but it's you, not. You also have an Aldi around here. Yeah, we have. There's Aldi's and there's Aldi's around here. Yeah. Aldi's so like, took over once Fresh and Easy died. Yeah. They almost like filled this. Fresh and Easy Fresh really and did easy. that. Fresh and Easy was also British, but apparently it was, like, it was like a weird marketing theory. And they were like, see if we can run a store without, you know, a bunch of people running the store. And mm-hmm. it did well, but then they were like, pull the plug, fuck it. Yeah. Then Aldi took over that whole market of cheap, random stuff. Yeah, so he, he bought the company as a personal investment for his family. Like we said, sweet guy. I mean, we don't really know if he was sweet. He might have been really controlling. I, mean, I don't know, but- bro. He was German. Uh, okay, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> we like German people. He might have been a little uh, dry. We don't know. <laughs> and then Coulomb. So he bought he bought the company in 1979. Uh, I don't know why Coulomb just decided to sell it to him. He was like, whatever, you take it. Yeah, so Coulomb was then succeeded as CEO by John V. Shields in 1987. So like he was he was the CEO even when they were bought out. Because I guess it's an easier transition to have him. Uh, and then under his leadership, the company expanded in Arizona, into Arizona in 1993, and then into the Pacific Northwest two years later. And then in 1996, the company op- opened its first stores on the East Coast in Brookline and Cambridge, both just outside of Boston. So I, they weren't even in the East Coast, I guess, for that time. And then they eventually, I guess, got that headquarters because they realized there was a market on that side. You know, I got to say, they, they were trying to appeal to a more educated, uh, like, customer base, I guess. And isn't Cambridge, like, home to fucking, like, Yale or something, like, insane? Oh, it might be, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah I want to say it's definitely an Ivy League. To be honest, town. I don't know much about the East Coast. Really? I don't know why, yeah. I don't, I don't really know either, but also, I know Cambridge, because it was in, I want to say Gilmore Girls, because Rory went to Yale. Anyway. Oh. Okay. In 2001, Shields then who was also succeeded uh, Coulomb, retired, and Dan Bain succeeded him as CEO. Dan Bain. Dan Bain. Sounds like a, a real villain. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get it. 
Okay, so oh, th- this is a crazy fact. Uh, let's fast forward. What? No, I was just doing a Bane impression. I was trying to. But... Yeah, don't. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you can, you can finish. Finish this off, Ryan. Let's finish it off, bro. Let's fast forward to 2004. Uh, Business Week actually reported that Trader Joe's freaking quintupled. Quintupled? What is quintupled? Is that five times? Five. Yeah. Quintessential. Yeah, five. Yeah, five. So Quinta, it, it, Quinta Brunson. Five times I was going to say five times doubled. I'm so stupid. <laughs> I'm so stupid. <laughs> Quintupled its numbers uh, of stores in between 1990 and 2001. So that obviously increased the profits That's a lot. tenfold. In 10 years? It also said that uh, fast forward two years late, uh, four years later, actually, in 2008, per Business Week, per Wikipedia, it also reported that uh, the company has the highest sales per square foot of any grocery store. Or grocer because there's no freaking the room United in States. Trader Joe's. It's they, they do. It, there is actually it's so it's it's funny because it's so cool to be there, but it's so freaking like it's really I, tight. It's it's only like a single aisle, right? No, it's With like the, maybe no, no, four, five. There's okay. There's like I feel like most like grocery stores. It's like enough for uh like two ways, and then also some of the squeeze in the middle, kind of. You're not Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's. You got two way traffic on either end of like the potato stand in the middle. So I don't like that. I don't like the highest highest sales per square foot. Yeah, I, I think that was a technicality. This might actually <laughs> this transitions pretty well into my uh, section of the Wikipedia article, which is locations. Every Trader Joe's store averages between ten thousand and fifteen thousand square feet. Uh, like we said earlier, there's five hundred and thirty locations nationwide. One hundred and ninety two of those locations are in California because, as Kevin stated, damn, we got the stats guy. They're uh, they're they're from California. I mean, shit. Most of our listeners, as of this point, are in L.A. There's one probably 20 minutes away from you at most. Like, that's saying something. Like, Ryan has to travel from Montebello to, you know, find a Trader Joe's. Me? I got, like, three in my area because I'm in Glendale. Glendale has a lot. Good stuff. Glendale has a lot. Weird. They also have, like, two Whole Foods and stuff. And I have Costco. There's a lot of shit going on in Glendale, but that's not what I'm talking about. talking about how Trader Joe's are little. And, more importantly, every single Trader Joe's has a location theme. The idea of each look, like, wherever you are, your Trader Joe's is trying to kind of if you've ever been inside of one, which I'm sure most people have, you notice there's a lot of wall art. There's a lot of murals throughout the entire like facility. Most of that is coming from like the employees themselves. They're trying like em- Trader Joe's really tries to be like, "Hey, we're in Monrovia. Do some Monrovian shit. We're on the oh, beach. Okay. Put some waves on the wall." Me, my local Trader Joe's at the moment is in Los Feliz. It's a oh. statue of an Armenian man. Almost. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently there was like some horrible shootout like in 2014 where a guy with a gun ran into the Trader Joe's and the cops were like, get down. And then he didn't get down. So they're like, kill them all. And they killed the police, killed a woman who worked there. Wait, wait, who killed? Who who, killed the police? The cops opened fire into the store to try to, I guess, get rid of the guy. Who killed the police? No one killed the police. The police killed a a grocery clerk. And I want to say her name was like Amy or like Alma. Just to get that guy? Yeah, that is very. There's a there's a portrait. There's a there's a beautiful mural of this woman in her Trader Joe's outfit, and she has her little name tag on. And then for no reason, they put a mural of the other guy, the murderer, who ran in with the gun. No, no, they put a no, mural. No, I made that part up. Uh, right? yeah. I was like, dude. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, there's the like. Again, each Trader Joe's is very much pers- like personalized to that area okay each cop has a mural there <laughs> read, dude read the part read the part about the find the find the mask squad uh, mask squad 
The, the mask wall. I got the mask wall. Each location is designed to represent its respective <laughs> area. Every store has its staff members that create the artwork to represent the surrounding neighborhood. Some store locations have their own Find the Mascot program, and children can obtain a unique collectible prize. When they tell a staff member where it is hiding, and they choose a new hiding location. That way, the children get to play with Trader Joe. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like how that sounds. Oh, find the new hiding spot. Like... Come play with Trader Joe in the dark. <laughs> Uncle Touchy. He's in the back room. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy, I found a prize in the mop closet. Horrifying. But, uh, yeah, I don't like this find the mascot thing with kids. I don't know. Out of context. I mean, Home Depot does something similar where like on Saturdays, fucking... That's really cool because I can never find anything in Home Depot. Wait, what? Really? What? How did Home Depot get into this? Well, there's... I guess I'm just trying to highlight a trend amongst retail shops that like... Home Depot has a thing on like every other Saturday or every Saturday. You can take your young child and they'll give them a cute little orange apron and they get to have like a little art shop thing. Oh, dude, I've done that, man. I've built birdhouses. Yeah, at, I don't, at, at Home, Home Depot. Depot. So for for Why do my parents never show me this and Lowe's I mean, also Lowe's because never get nice things. I don't know. It's, it's a real single mom activity. I got to be oh. honest with you. It's like dude, we have free community has... stuff. Anyway, which hey, shout out single moms, we love you. Shout out single moms. My dad did take me though, but but my parents are separated. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, Anyways, these are my issues to deal with. I take them on on my own. Um, sorry, just to finish off locations. Along with their artwork, they do actually supply products that are specific to certain stores. So like, again, if you're by the beach, you're gonna see waves on the walls and coolers mm. available in the in the aisles. If you're in the mountains, you're going to see fucking Smoky Bear and Marshmallows. Dude, I, I would love to be one of those people that does the artwork. I mean, I'm not really... I mean, I'm not an artist, but I would love to do the artistically. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was thinking something else. Never mind, but... Bad <laughs> joke, Kevin. <laughs> we get it. You're artistic. <laughs> you like oh, art. No. <laughs> no, I was going to say that. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no it seems really cool like i think one of my sister's friends does like artwork for trader joe's it seems really cool like that's 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 like making it right <laughs> yeah you're, you're like you're the store like princess if you're if you're the yeah they're like oh my god that person's so cool they just do art all day like you don't like you never talk shit about them because they're just doing their own thing let me correct that i worked at starbucks and every time someone was just like, oh, it's the new Frappuccino season. I'm going to I'm gonna do the chalkboard. And they take fucking an hour and a half drawing a Frappuccino. You're like, hey, hurry it up. It's whipped cream. I know. You're, wa- you're wasting use, time. Use I know, you're, I know you don't want to work. Hey, we need you on bar. Get this shit going. <laughs> the Gouda. The bacon Gouda sandwich. What a bad choice. What a bad a choice. <laughs> Call back to What cheese. a bad a choice. <laughs> All right, should we get into products? I mean, that's like the do, huge... Do you want to end on products? Because Trader Joe's is... My God. I think we should make, end on products, They bro. can make some beautiful, specific stuff. Fine. Fine. Okay, what do we get into after? Well, we can go into criticisms. That's another section that I have where a Trader oh, Joe's... Oh, criticisms. Let's go with criticisms. Trader Joe's is... Trader get into criticisms. They've actually got a lot of stuff. So Trader Joe's used to be... Uh, it changed after, let's see. I want to say... And this means bad, 2008. Right? Yeah, criticism is bad. The critics, what they have to say. You could have good criticism. Uh, in 2013, Greenpeace uh, ranked Trader Joe's very poorly on sustainable food. Actually, they had to go through a whole, like 100,000 people had to sign a petition to be like, Trader Joe's, do better about your single serve things because Trader Joe's used to be known for, as well like, a long time. They'll use like so much plastic. 
so much, so much plastic. plastic. It's it's they cheaper. Cover everything. Yeah, they can keep prices cheaper because they'll sell you twelve onions instead of two, or and they'll leave that in a plastic bag or whatever they'll sell you. They'll sell it to you in bulk, but that'll come in styrofoam and plastic, and all this shit is single serve, single use plastic, which is like the you worst thing possible. And it- yeah, now it's just like on a fucking turtle being worn as a hat for like ever. And it's sad. It's his Halloween costume. He's <laughs> just like, oh. I am apples. <laughs> just swimming through the Pacific. <laughs> oh my God, I'm dead. <laughs> Shut it. He's like, every day his idiot tries to buy algae through plastic and then he just dies. <laughs> anyway, point being, uh, they've been really kind of reamed over. Like, they use a lot of single serve uh, plastics and styrofoams and stuff. There was a big, uh, excuse me, petition and they've changed it. Now, there's when you go into a Trader Joe's nowadays, 2022. You get to 2021, 2022, you get to, uh, you know, I mean, there's rows of like the produce section is I want one apple, one carrot. It's, it's open stuff. It's not so much like. So they changed it. Yeah. They, because of that petition. Because of the petition. Because they were really like kind of shitted on. It's really expensive for those, those individuals though. Mm-hmm. They, they, they're, not, uh, that's why the bags are still cheaper, but I digress. <laughs> <laughs> um, get, it's just because, like, I feel like they, they people really had to petition over it because mm-hmm. they were like, okay, fine, we'll stop. Because it was so, like, single-use plastic is so cheap. But and but eventually they had to stop. We made them stop. It's cheap, I didn't but do it's any, terrible for the, for the, the planet, right? Yeah, it, like, the famous Trader Joe's bag, where it's, like, that thick, big cardboard, like, paper oh, bag. Oh, the paper bag, yeah. That came directly from this petition. Where Did they, they stop that? No, oh, that, that, that's, that's why they have them now. And it's like, that's the only, if you're like, can I have a plastic bag? They're like, no, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> that, that's, how we, that's how you know we're not old. I, because like, I've only seen cardboard bag like those cardboard bags. There was a time without them. Like, yeah, there crazy. was a time where paper or plastic was a real question. And people Bro, were just remember, like saying plastic because they didn't know that it was literally killing the earth. Well, this was also before they charged 10 cents for grocery bags. Yeah, that started, I want to say 2015. That yeah. After whatever election. I always forget my reusable bags. I'm going to go to the market. I'm terrible. Keep them in your car. Yeah. Uh, how do you do that? You got to get the groceries inside. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. I, I, just, <laughs> just get the paper ones. I gotta, yeah. I gotta also give uh, the listeners and you guys uh, a little low key fact because I, I used to know someone who worked at Trader Joe's. If you tell the clerk, my wife or my husband works at Trader Joe's, and your order is more than ten bucks, they're just like, "Cool, here's ten percent off." If your order is really? more than twenty five bucks, they're like, "Cool, here's fifteen percent off." No proof. What either. are you gonna carry your marriage license? Wear a fake ring. You'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow, that's cool. What you guys know, dude. Right. Dude, that's cool. So that's a big. Uh, Who that spends was, ten dollars at Trader Joe's? It's, Anyways, it's kind of not that. It's kind of difficult. Trader Joe's, generally speaking, kind of cheap. It is. Kinda, well, it, it, I it meant, is pretty cheap, and that's that's what I I didn't really realize until I got older. Uh, was that you can actually get certain things for cheap? Certain things. Lord knows you can't get if most. If you're going in there for like just lunch or something, just buying a single thing. Oh no, there's snacks. And, no, don't. Be, because when I think of going into a store, like I have a. A list. I have a bunch of stuff. It's gonna cost at least sixty bucks. I don't have a list you know? going into Trader Joe's. It, I'm a free spirit. I have That's a, because I that have list feelings. <laughs> I'm variety seeking. No, you That's know what I call it? It's variety seeking. Because that list is I'm for the that second place. Bread. What? That place. That list is for that second place that you go yeah, to after Trader is, Joe's. Look, dude. Look, uh, Trader Joe's is my time to dream and uh, be delusional, and then I go back to real life when I go to the real supermarket. When I go to Trader Joe's, I like to walk in there, and like they have such cute little things. You're just like, you want elote seasoning, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that means, dude. They but and yes. they 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 fall into the seasonal like 
they really crush it on the seasonal stuff. Like I had the pumpkin spice, like chocolate covered espresso beans, the pretz, the the white chocolate peppermint um, pretzel thins, like covered pretzel. Thins. You just gave us a peppermint bark. Yeah, that that was no that, that was, was pretzel, good. That was pretzel thins. That was pretzel thins. Oh, that was pretzel yeah, thins. Yeah, amazing. And then yeah, they have, they they just crush it on every seasonal stuff. That's they really know what they're doing. They make good stuff. Trader Joe's actually has a really good. I actually do want to work for their like like. Uh, office i don't know why i think it'd be cool and then i would eventually hate it but you know i mean i digress every job is going to be hated after six months you're gonna be like i think linda's a cunt and then (laughs) i think that's the end fucking linda every time okay so what do you want to get into next there's a linda at golden road like what the fuck (sighs) no no uh what what other uh criticisms uh in labor force uh they kind of weren't doing very well but then they got reamed by a a union and now if you like if you're part-time it's pretty easy for you to make hours. Uh, they'll they'll basically start you off at thirty an hour, and if you can't make that, they're like, "That's cool." But if you're part time, most places, if you're not full time, you can't get any benefits. If you're part time here, you work your thirty, you get medical. Holy shit! Yeah, like Trader Joe's has bounced back from being not very good to its employees. But again, you got to remember, grocery stores weren't always such a relaxed, chill place to work. When I worked at Vons, you still had to wear a fucking tie and a white collar to bag groceries. That is weird. Yeah, and now so you wear weird. like this highlighter green polo. But remember, in the 90s, if you were a grocery clerk, if you were a checkout woman or checkout person, you were making really good money. You were making like $15 in 1995 an hour. $15 is still not like federal minimum wage. You were killing it back then. So it used to be kind of like, yeah, you really had to have a, a certain level of like respect. Like, hello, sir, how are you doing, Mister Dopley? Would you <laughs> like Would you like some paper bags today? Okay, and it's, it's just, very business. Yeah, it's very it's very much like subservient. Like that is the customer, and you are beneath them. Trader Joe's may have been part of the the trend that kind of broke that, and it's just like, hey, dude, what do you need? Aisle six. Nice, happy you're here. See ya. That's cool, bro. What do you want? I'm yeah. working. Let's let's be chill about this. We don't have. You're not better than me. I gotta go get some grocery carts. See ya. I think that's all I really have to say on uh, criticisms. Where all to right. next? All right. So now we're gonna get a little bit into just in general their products and like how they go about labeling them. I want to say I did just finish the criticisms section. Really breezed past all the fucking gnarly names that they've given some of their products. And they create them, right? The cultural names. Wait, you're cultural, but they're being named by someone from not the culture. Oh yeah, yeah, cultural. It's controversial, and yeah, so it's appropriation. To, to, not necessarily. It's, it's just it's his. Uh, I think the idea here is moreover. It's not that it's appropriation. It's just a gross painting of like, hey, Trader Jose, you want some chicken taquitos? And it's like, <laughs> I don't think Jose gives a fuck about chicken taquitos. Yeah. So, at, as they're saying is like, okay, the first part of the products is that they talk about private labeling that's what trader joe's is they have all like most of their items under private labels and it's at a significant discount to brand name equivalents so like they will have these brand name like manufacturers make all these things for them but they're like you're gonna give it to us uh, at a discount and uh, we're gonna slap our own name on it and you can't tell people uh you can't tell people about this business relationship people don't want to know like Oh, like let's let's say like you make um, what what's what's a big brand of something? I guess Kirkland, huh? Kellogg's or Kirkland? Yeah, let's say you make a cereal like uh, like a Cheerios, like something that they make is like Honeyos, and 
they they don't want to they don't yeah they don't want you to know that it came from that like manufacturer they want it to be known as just the private label of trader joe's they don't want that like business relationship to be disclosed to the public but it is obvious sometimes they know like sometimes it's very obvious sometimes it's not because what they do is they add they they will like adjust the formulation and stuff actually i'm weirdly enough this did kind of trigger an old memory story um, like I said, we've today this episode brought to you by Golden Road Employees. Uh, we used to make their beer. They had a Trader Joe's had their own brewery, quote unquote. Uh, it was called Tap Seventy Nine. They had an IPA and a double IPA. The double IPA was Wolf, and Ooh. the IPA was Right On, and it was all made by Golden Road. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I think I heard about that too. And it was I so funny. It was... it was the only cans that we would put on not plastic, like AB black pallets, but like wooden grocery pallets, and we would stack them by the hundred. And it is such a weird weight distribution that like half the time the the fucking pallet would crack. Oh my god! Oh. Exactly. And, and then we'd just be like, "Great time to restack this whole thing because Trader Joe is a dick." What? It, yeah, what... I, exactly. They're very picky. Mm-hmm. They're they're very picky, and they have a certain way of doing things, and that's why like it's. I guess these these companies still see it as very like profitable to have this relationship, but it is a pain in the ass, especially to the workers in this case. Right, I'd say I'd say so. Yeah, so uh, Trader Joe's has, I guess they have labels that are sometimes named in accordance with the ethnicity of the food, and uh, this has grown some controversy over the years, and especially recently, like twenty twenty. So I'll just list some of the names. So there's Trader Jose's for Mexican food. There's Baker Joseph's, Joseph or Joseph for flour and bagels. I don't know what that's even referring to. Uh, Trader Giotto's um, for Italian food. <laughs> Trader, it gets better. It actually builds up. Trader Joe-san's for Japanese food. Trader Ming's Trader for Mings. Asian food. Thank you. Joseph Bra or Bra for beer. Joseph Bra. And then Trader Jocks, Jocks or Jock for uh for French food and soaps. And then one that's not mentioned there, but I think is also th- used to be a thing was Arabian Joe's, which is not even creative at all. Arabian Joe's is just, just, they, they took away the trader and it's just like Arabian Joe. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, Arab Joe. That's like a fallout character where you just walk by him <laughs> and you press X and just like, I am Arabian Joe. <laughs> Would you like to buy trinkets? <laughs> and so like, uh, this, we, we didn't talk about it in the criticism part, but there was some controversy over, it, especially in 2020, and I think happening. they got them to like remove most of those names. Uh, and I think Trader Joe specified that it wasn't because of the peti- petitions that they made these uh, transitions, because then that would admit that they're being racist. Mm-hmm. So I think they were just like, hey, we were already in the process of making these changes. You're right. They, 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 they say, according to Wikipedia, this happened after the 2020 George Floyd uh, Black Lives Matter protests. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They had a few thousand signatures on the on the petition, and like you said, they were like, "We're already doing it, okay? We understand Trader Means is fucked up. It's just selling well." So, are you are you saying they almost got canceled? Is, that's what they're saying. Is like it was. It, I, think, <laughs> I don't know, man. I know. I, I think this is <laughs> someone canceled Trader Joe. Someone me too. I mean, it is part of the the cancel culture uh, theme, which is hey, man, it's fair. People people are like trying to think about these things and whether or not it's it is cultural appropriation and such. But we won't get into that. Okay, so uh, a big part to talk about is like while a typical grocery store may carry like fifty thousand items, Trader Joe's stocks about four thousand items. So like they don't have these multiple choices for brands of like cereal. They just have uh, like one or two. Like you don't have like 
like eight brands of mayo or ketchup to look into. You just have like one and that's it, which I guess makes it more simple for some people. But they also do have a lot of variety of products, but they don't have a bunch of brands for one item. Uh, Yeah. So then the products include gourmet foods, organic foods, vegetarian, frozen foods, imported, domestic. They have a lot of wine and beer. Have you guys bought wine there? Oh, Uh, yes. Is it good? It's so cheap. Oh, yeah. We haven't even talked about it. But is it good? Chuck. I mean, I think it's three buck Chuck now. I always want three bucks for a bottle of wine. Yeah, no, it's two buck Chuck. It used to be yeah, two buck Chuck. It's called Charles Charles Shaw wine. Shaw. So yeah. I think it's for the most part it's made in California, and that's why it was so cheap is because of the 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 supply chain of it all. It wasn't that expensive to really ship it over to, especially the California market. So that's why it's, I think it was especially cheaper in the California market. I was waiting for this moment. Do you want to know two parallels between Trader Joe's and fucking Charles Bukowski? Yeah, yeah. Bukowski was born in 1927, so it was Trader, whatever, whatever the hell we referenced earlier. Oh, 7-Eleven. Oh, was, 7-Eleven. That came up earlier, and I was like, oh, that's Bukowski. And then, uh, he also loved Two Buck Chuck, because he was an alcoholic. Mm, tasty. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I think that was a big part of a, I don't know where I saw in the article, but like Coulomb talked about, like it was a, a big part of Trader Joe's was first their wine selection. I mean, not even beer. It was the wine selection... He said he tried over, like he tried thousands of wines to like select for it. Got I mean, it sounds like it seems very passionate, but also at the same time, they have something called Two Buck Chuck. So, yeah. you know what? I do remember when I go, they had a whole corner dedicated to wine. Oh, and it's like right? a whole section. Yeah, a whole Would section. like to make an edit after a quick Google. Bukowski was born in 1920. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> go ahead. It, was, it, was, it was a good, I like I liked the tidbit. Right. You know good. what? I'm glad you brought him up. I love Bukowski. We should do an episode on him. We can. We can. I'm down. Okay. Look, you want to get him tattooed. Let's go. Okay, so and then Trader Joe's like it's different from uh, other typical supermarkets because they also discontinue a lot of products uh, like more often. Like if you see something that you like, it's gonna sometimes it goes away and people wait for it to come back. It's like it's like the what is it like Taco Bell? It's how Taco Bell. What is it? The Enchirita? Have you guys heard of it? Enchirita. Never mind. It's it's like a it's their own enchilada. You're thinking form. about nacho fries? They go away all the time. I know what you're talking about. Um, it's because I think it really depends to them is like the cost of they 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 see it and they're like the cost of producing this item is just not worth it anymore. They take it off, and I guess like because of their format, they can just do that. They can just take it off and then bring it back if they want to later on. They know people are gonna forgive them because people are not going like. I guess Trader Joe's isn't people's essential supermarket. They're like, I can go somewhere else if I want something, but they still like Trader Joe's for their variety. It is truly like the garnish of grocery shopping. It's yeah. just like, you know what? I'm going to go get something special. I'm going to get some red lilac or whatever the fuck. Novelty. Like, hey, gotcha. don't you guys think the Trader Joe's became like big and the hot topic and every, everyone goes there within like, what, the last seven years? I want to say like like probably like since 2008 it has become oh, okay. so trendy. It's trendy. It's so cool. Like whenever that weird there was like a culture when we were children where it was just like Whole Foods, Starbucks, the more you pay for regular uh-huh. things, the better it is. And Trader Joe's kind of countered that with just like we're doing what Whole Foods does, but we're not going well, to either. like break your neck over, you know, a bag of potatoes. It's 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 it doesn't have to be this way. So Trader Joe's did kind of really. It doesn't have to be this way. <laughs> it really flourished after everyone was fucking going broke over frappuccinos. And have you, have you have you ever gotten a hot lunch from Whole Foods? You're like I'm gonna fill this little. Dude, cardboard. a hot no, lunch. No, I have no idea. Don't what the heck? 
ever do it. I did it. I was like, I'm going to get some potatoes and some pot roast. And oh, they got no. carrots. And then it was $27 it was oh, for shit. a tray of food. Mm. A I tray. Believe, I don't I'm, believe in that. Dude, yeah. I, I ate that shit. Like, this does not taste worth, worth 20, 30 you bucks. You know what's cool is, okay, like, what's really cool is the H Mart right by me. Uh, they just have a food court inside the market, and that, that makes a lot more sense. Like it's it's actually cheap and it's fresh, and you're at the market. I love that H-Mart. makes more sense. I love H Mart. H Mart's cool. Next week on the Ricky Room, H Mart. Just markets. H-Mart, yeah. We're just going down the line. Um, <laughs> Step one: fuck Vons. Step one: <laughs> think, A. And I think okay in terms no, yeah, of like the information, <laughs> the information side of Trader Joe's. I think that's like pretty much it. Like I think what they talked about in the criticism area is like there's a huge I guess link of. Trader Joe's and what areas they open up in and like gentrification and like income, the median income in that area. So I think there is like some, something there is like, they're like, they only open up Trader Joe's where it's a nice area. That's just like a Whole Foods or that's just like their business. Like you have to get, you have to have a good area. Like you earned it. You guys have a better income now. You guys have earned a Whole Foods and like, yeah. We did it. Do you think also, it's because of the groceries is cool. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's like, yeah that which is its own thing i don't know man i don't know enough about like the whole economic like i i I do i do understand it but i'm like i don't really have i guess the reason to really comment on that it's but i do get it is that they're they're in i get it also i'm sorry ryan you're gonna say something what was it no i was thinking because i don't know enough about it but it's i was thinking like and this is bad it's total speculation is that it's in high-income areas because they know that people are going to shop there and they know the type of people that are going there and they're getting non-essential stuff. Yeah, and right. also meaning they don't want it ghetto. They don't want it in ghetto areas. They they don't want that. Um, it's too lax in there. On it. If someone comes into a Trader Joe's threateningly, I don't trust any employee. To I think fucking yeah. I think the whole point like that's that underlying. I guess what's it's not the word's not theme, but of Trader Joe's that you feel like it's not a place where everyone could come, and that's I guess like. It, it, it does feel a little exclusionary. Uh, there's a barrier yeah. to entry, but it's unspoken there, in a way. That, that, what is that? The, the red belt, whatever? Like the bouncer is going to be like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Sorry, babe. Not here. Okay. And uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it on, on that. And so what do we want to no, talk about? No, we do want to talk so about our favorite product. This is, that is the end of the Wikipedia page. At this point, we're just going to talk about our favorite Trader Joe's products. I have a few. Kevin, do you have any? Ryan, do you have any? I do, but I do want to say I don't go in there a lot. So I have two. Let's hear them. And they're just snacks. They're not like food items. Okay, I love the plantain chips. Bomb. Love Bro, plantain, plantain chips. I don't like that. They're, it's. I mean, it's kind of small. I could finish a bag easy. Really? A bag? I don't know. I can't. I can't picture it right now in my hand. Is that oh, okay. Small? No, dude. It, it's pretty small, man. You you open it up, not non resealable, like most bags. But I mean, like you you tear it, and then I just go ham on that, man. They're tasty. It's a bunch of sodium, and you kind of feel tasty, like you're doing bro. something healthy because it's a fucking banana. Yeah, it's a plantain. Yeah, yeah. banana. Or it's, a, it's a plantain. It's a plantain. I know because it tastes like it doesn't taste like a banana, but you know it came from. They're uh, kind. Of, they're the same, but not at all. No, uh, I don't think uh, plantains can produce as much sugar. They're very no. starchy. Yeah, they're more. Yeah, they're more starch. In Spanish, you say plantain plátano macho. Plátanos. Oh what? No, plátano macho. Plátano. Oh, plátano macho. Well, to, plátanos is banana, right? To, to Mexicans, yeah, plátano is banana. To Salvadorans, it's fucking ganel. To whoever else, it's something else. But platano macho is always like the big plantain. Uh, anyway, there's another product I want to mention see. is uh, almond butter pretzel pret, pretzel nuggets. 
Oh yeah, yeah, those are good, bro. Those are bomb. I can finish I like, a bag. I, no, I like the almond butter. <laughs> almond <laughs> butter is just, almond butter is a completely different vibe from the pretzel, like the peanut ones. Because like peanut peanut butter is, I love peanut butter. Like I'll spoon peanut butter by itself with no bread, uh, at work, staring right into uh, your locker's eyes, right into your locker. Huh? I opened your locker the other day to put something in it, and I was just like, "Hmm, Skippy, extra crunchy." Like, stop it was- looking at my locker. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to know what's in there. I, it's um, Skippy. Sometimes, if there's no spoon, I eat it with a knife, and that's not because I'm a violent person. You guys. use your fingies. Don't huh? lie to me. Oh no, I don't use my feet. What the heck, man? You use those long ass toes, don't no. you? <laughs> I was gonna say that. I was gonna say that. <laughs> guys, not on the podcast. They for, don't know my long toes yet. For our for our listeners at home, <laughs> He's gonna Kevin say has at least two inch long toes on. Each toe, from pinky I've to big toe. And let me tell you something: that. two inches is a lot. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'm, this out I'm not insecure. Sorry. <laughs> um, you guys are making me cut out a lot. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sorry about your toes. No, no, wait, wait, no. Hey, what, what are your favorite Trader Joe's? Oh, now you want to ask me? No, I'm just kidding. Sorry. What are your toes' um, favorite? Okay, so what I had recently that was good. <laughs> what I had recently was the the freaking. The uh, white chocolate, what what is the name? But yeah, the white chocolate uh, pretzel thins with like the peppermint. Ooh, the peppermint, the, the, yeah. yeah, the peppermint. Those those are good. I like. I think I like. People shame me for liking white chocolate, and I'm like, why can't I? It's racist. You it tastes like the chocolate. same. What you just don't like the color? No, it doesn't. It taste doesn't the taste the same. same it's it buttery. tastes more waxy. It's all fat. It's all fat. I that's like, why I don't like white chocolate. Um. Anyways, that's just your like. That's just like your opinion, man. That's just like your <laughs> opinion, man. That's uh, <laughs> my favorite Trader Joe's stuff is probably they have something called dunkers, which is like cookies, but they're not in the shape oh, of a yeah. circle. They're like sticks, so you can actually dunk them into your coffee, and they're dope. Dude, oh wait, wait, they, and they got that like the cranberry one. What is it? The cranberry? With, have you ever had the cranberry, cranberry ones? Or just chocolate. I've only had the chocolate one. Oh, okay. Well, I like their dark chocolate peanut butter cups for some reason. Ooh, they have a nice bomb. bite to them. Oh so yeah, yeah, I like yeah. that they're dark chocolate because Reese's is sometimes just too sweet. Yeah. So I, I like that. They have um, very good uh, gummy candy. They're sugared Scandinavian swimmers. Mm, so yes. they sell them like in a two pound bag at the checkout and you're like, I'm not going to do it. And then you do it. I add more sour powder to them. It's weird that you buy citric acid. Huh? It's strange. I buy citric acid powder. It sounds like I'm going to murder someone, but I'm just adding more. <laughs> I swear I'm just adding more sourness to my candy. You're, you're like, I'll, I'll like, sometimes I'll like lick it a little bit so I can dip it in the powder so that I'll stick to it. <laughs> so I'll lick and I'll lick it and then. Eat it, yeah. A fun dip stick. <laughs> yeah, you fun dip the Scandinavian swimmers. Yeah, it's just swim them into more citric acid powder. They also have a pretty good mac and cheese at uh, Trader Joe's. Are these your favorite? Yeah, I yeah. like the I like their mac and cheese. I like their they have like a knockoff takis, or they make their own like rolled red tortilla oh, chips. Do they? Delicious. Oh, so those are good. so good. My sister, I used to buy them for my sister all the time when I would go because like when we used to live together. The chili lime ones are yeah 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 exactly what I'm talking about. yeah yeah they're takis bro whatever they call them but they're amazing yeah they're Trader they're really sour they're really sour very limey Trader Ming's takis crazy oh <laughs> I'm joking it's Trader Jose I've never uh, tried them sorry I, I like their version of uh, Pirates Booty because it was literally only two bucks oh oh Pirates, Pirates Bo- Booty bro yeah no because their their version of the those I guess puff cheddar their puffs it's those puffed cheddar wheat puffs. with cheddar powder. yeah. They're much cheaper and they they taste pretty good. No, but dude, it was pirate's a sour cream and onion. Pirate booty is ex- pirate's booty. It's like six expensive. bucks for a, a bag. I didn't know I was buying a premium product. Yeah, dude. Didn't you know? It's it, they sell they give it to you on JetBlue flights. All right, it's, it's nice like shit. a really small one. Yeah, it's like it's like five puffs. Ridiculous. <laughs> uh, also in the winter, they have the butternut squash mac and cheese. 
delicious. What the heck? Uh, I don't really get a lot of their frozen foods, to be honest. That's honest to God, their I specialty. Tried the like, orange they, chicken. They, yes, I was about to say the <laughs> orange chicken is so good. Oh, yeah. okay, I've had the orange chicken, yes. The orange chicken is pretty yeah, good. Yeah, I like air frying it. Have you had their orange chicken now that everyone likes it? Yeah. <laughs> I also have two I have two Trader Joe's frozen pizzas in the fridge. I mean, the freezer. I, it wouldn't make sense. Well, which one is it? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> my, my roommates would make them, and when I smell like the mushroom go from being frozen to like baked, I'm like, I need to get out of here. It smells horrible. <laughs> Mushrooms are kind of uh, sometimes it's, they feel like a deal breaker on a pizza. It just it it seems like it's just taking me in a different direction. I don't like mushrooms in general. I love mushrooms. I love them on pizza. When you're from frozen to baking, it smells like you're fucking cooking people. It smells disgusting. I hate it. Yeah. Anyway. Maybe. So those are your favorite Trader Joe products? Yeah, I don't think I... Okay, my... One oh, of my, hold on. What those else? little mini vanilla cones, they have like drumsticks that are like the size of your thumb. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those or like your pinky toe. Oh, I like the... Okay. Oh, yeah, dude. They're so good. I like their Tai Chi mochi. Oh! Yes, their mochi is also mochi. insane. They have really I like good... I we're saying there, but it's not theirs. It's his. <laughs> it's it's, <laughs> no, it's Trader it's, Joe's. It's like someone else's, like who made it, manufactured it. For getting profound. It's not really Trader Joe's, but uh, the Tai Chi Mochi is good. I like their cookie butter, but that's just, bro, that's just whatever brand. What's the brand that makes tr- uh, cookie butter? The big brand. Biscoff? It's probably Biscoff. Is it Biscoff? Bro, cook. I thought Biscoff made like the cookie, like the like Cookie the little... butter. It's cookie butter spread. It's the cookie spread stuff. I've never seen it anywhere but Trader Joe's. Oh, no. They, they have it other places. Dude, I would spoon that too. Just cookie butter. Oh, you're, my God. You're really big into cuddling. I'm really, I'm really, yeah. I'm, I'm really into like just, I, I'm already like I'm having so many like like so much sugar and fat right now. Might as well just cut out the bread. Let right, just, just spoon it. Just okay. There's some part of me that thinks that's a little animalistic, but I respect the the idea that you're like. No, I'm staying no focused carbs. on what I really want. You're the guy who eats like. I'm just being very practical. You're too practical. Yeah. You've, you've okay. I've gone. I support it. The polarity and the. Extremes. I support myself. Love yourself, guys. And on that note. Good night. I think we're done. Yeah, I think we are done. That w- I, f- I feel good. We'll see you at Trader Joe's. And until next week, I think we're going to be covering a uh, pretty... We'll see you there. Trader Joe's meetup. That's our first That's our first event. Trader Joe's meetup. Live yeah, meetup. Dude, we'll just like... We're like going to be doing... 50, like 10 of us there just already taking up all the space. All the parking lot is closed. <laughs> like. So our first live podcast is at Trader Joe's. Yeah. <laughs> we're actually going to lease out the butcher's block and see if we can just oh. get a podcast going from the inside. They don't got that anymore. Yeah, they just have a packaged meat section. All right, Ryan, sign us off. And thank you for listening to the Wiki 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 Room. Good night. Bye-bye.